0: Hello. Welcome to the Taffy Marino podcast. I'm your host, Taffy, and I'm so glad that you joined me. Together, we are going to empower and encourage one another to do the good things God planned for us long ago. Let's get started. Welcome back. I am so glad that you've joined me today. And I'm happy to say that we have a very special guest. I am, I am so excited to introduce you to them and but mainly for you to hear this recording. It is phenomenal. So Joey Roberts is our guest today. He is an evangelist who has preached from the dirt floor churches of Mexico to outdoor crusades in India, from leper colonies in the smallest villages to large conventions in the States. Everywhere Joey goes, he has seen people delivered and set free when they hear the uncompromised word of God. He has witnessed the power of God cause the deaf to hear, the blind to see, and the lame to walk. Joey graduated from Rama Bible Training Center in 1998. He has pioneered three successful youth ministries, helped several churches develop local outreach and missions programs, and founded the Dream Center of Northern New England, where he was the senior pastor for seven years. He has mentored dozens of young people who are in full-time ministry today. Joey is the author of two powerful mini-books, Say What and Say When. They will teach you the power of your words and how to increase your boldness to win the loss. I'm sure you can see why I would invite Joey today to talk to us about the power of your words. I do want to let you know that there is a little bit of feedback in the audio. Joey was traveling the day that we recorded and And it was really kind of a one-shot thing for us. Our schedules um, were both extremely busy, so to actually be able to do this recording together um, was so fun, but a bit of a challenge. So I want you to really push through that if you're um, getting distracted, because He brought out so many things that are powerful, and I really believe a word for you today. I am just so thankful. Um, I also wanna let you know that Joey and Kirsten are dear friends of ours. We have known them for several years. We've done ministry together, um, but absolutely, they are friends and they are the, the friends that encourage you along the way and really sharpen you and um, cause you to grow in your relationships. So without further ado, we are just going to jump right into today's episode, and I hope you enjoy it. Okay, so I have Joey with us. Joey, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Happy! I'm so, so happy and pumped to be with you. Thanks for the invite.
0: Absolutely. Well, I know you have a lot of insight on this subject all month We've been talking about the power of our words and um, that our words have creative power. Amen. Yes. And so a couple of scriptures that we've been talking about, Hebrews 10, 23. So let us seize and hold fast and retain without wavering the hope we cherish and confess and our acknowledgement of it for he who promised is reliable, sure, and faithful to his word.
1: Amen. Yes.
0: Yeah. Do you have any insight on that? Is that one of your favorites? Or what is one of your favorite scriptures on well, your you, confession? You
1: know, along Hebrews eleven, uh in verse three it says, Through faith we understand that the worlds or the world itself were framed by the word or words of God, so that mm. the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. And uh you know in I wrote several years ago. I know you know it. Uh, called "Say What," and that was one of the foundational verses that uh, that is in that book. That everything we see came from something that we can hear. Everything you see comes from something you hear. And God Himself set a precedent uh, in the Book of Genesis in the very beginning. I think it's in Genesis one. Um, the phrase "And God said." Is mentioned, I believe, fourteen times, and so forever since the beginning, set a precedent on how God Himself has always done things with words, and so in following our Heavenly Father's footsteps, one of the greatest things that um, well that my parents taught me from a young age uh, was that what you just said: your your words create, your words create your future. Uh, your words can create uh, and change how you feel and remember the past. Uh, mm-hmm. Your words create and settle uh, your now and present uh, for the future. And so, words really, um, as you and I both know, words really are everything. Uh, in some situations, it seems like that is all we have. You know, if if you feel like you don't have enough time, you have words. If you feel like you don't have enough um, uh, in your body or your health, you have words. If you feel like you have, uh, you don't have, uh, uh, enough money or you have a lack in area. One thing we all have is words. And the other thing we all have, I've always said this, uh, the, the, the number one thing, two things that make all men created equal. One is we all have 24 hours in the day. The thing that separates us is how we spend those hours. And number two, we all have opportunity to take God of His Word. We all have the same Bible. And so mixing our words with His words, or putting His words, I should say, in our mouths is really where we find the power.
0: Oh, Amen. that is so good. You know, you're saying that, and there was a scripture where Jesus says, um... You know, man shall not eat by bread alone, but by every word. And in that, he's basically saying that that bread was made through the word. Yes. Yeah. And so you're talking about that. If you don't, if you feel like you're lacking in any area, you have God's words on that, and it will create something in your life.
1: And I I love that. Uh, I love that Jesus in many places compares things to to, uh, food. Uh, you're talking about the bread of life. And you know, I don't know if you've encountered this. I'm sure you have in all the years you've pastored, you and Pastor Troy. Um, but I meet people a lot of times that will hear me teach on the words of their mouth, hear me teach from the word of God and come up to me afterwards and say, uh, I want this, I want to have more time on this. But every time I pick up my Bible, I just don't have an appetite for it. Have you ever heard anyone say anything like that? Yes. That they, They want to spend more time on the Word, but every time they open it, they don't understand it, this and that. I always come back to this scenario. When I first met my my wife when we were uh, going out on our first dates, uh, I remember she was interested in going out for sushi. And I was just preaching on this recently. I didn't always have an appetite. In fact, I had no understanding at all about certain types of food or a desire to eat them. And I I definitely didn't have an appetite for sushi because in my mind, every time I heard the word sushi, I thought raw fish, and that just sounded yuck. But because I was interested in dating her and impressing her, I didn't say anything about it. And I went out a few times for sushi. It was probably about the third or fourth time that I realized the more I ate it, the more when I wasn't eating it, I'd have that taste come up in my, uh, in my mind around noon, and i think, man, I, it's so crazy. All of a sudden, I feel like I could go for sushi. You know, I believe the word of God is that same exact way. If you'll just feed yourself, actually force feed. I've got a three-year-old toddler, and there are some foods that I know are important for his growth, for his health. And so sometimes I have to bargain with him, or as you'd say, I'd almost have to force feed him, He might not want to eat his peas or his carrots. And so I'll say, Everest, if you'll do three bites, then we can move on to this. If you'll do this and that. Sometimes with the word of God, that bread of life, that that good thing, that thing to get it in us. Sometimes we just got to dig in and go, you know what? I know there's an appetite in me somewhere. I just got to find it. I just got to nurture it. And it's really the greatest thing that we do for ourselves uh, is feed ourselves those words. The Bible says in Romans 10, 17, that faith comes one way. It comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so anyway, I, I get to preach it here, but uh, yeah, the words of God are everything and get that word to become my words is everything for my future.
0: Mm, that's so good. You're saying that, and I'm just thinking about, you're, you're right. It It can be say water, you know, maybe you're used to drinking soft drinks or whatever. But when you cut that out and you, you begin to drink water, which is the best thing yeah. for you, then when you go back to the old stuff, it, it's just gross. You know, it's like, oh, that's yeah. too sweet. That, you know, that yeah. doesn't even taste right. And it, it really never quenches your thirst. But water which a lot of people, you know, I can't, I can't stand water, you know, will say that, yes. but then once they do it, once they dedicate themselves to it, that yeah. then that's what they prefer. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's it. That's it. It's like, it's like uh, feeding on uh, teaching uh, materials. or well, like this podcast. Now there may be somebody out there listening right now, that's like, man, how is it, and you probably experienced this, you've been doing these podcasts now for several months, uh, somebody might listen to you and go, you know, why, why can't I pastor, or why can't I find material? They may know you personally, and so there may be a, a, a personal draw to you, um, but there's something about the Word of God that uh, when you begin to feed on it, uh, I can listen to the Word of God today. You know, some people say, "Well, I don't like so and so. I can't stand this about them or this and that." You know, where the Word of God is, there's power for change. Amen. Where the Word of God is there's the, there's the life source. That's why Jesus called it the bread of life. He He is the Word of God. He is the bread of life. And so it's funny, you know, the more I've been feeding on the Word over the last, you know, forty years since I was a little boy, uh, I find today. I can find something good in any uh, preacher of the word, anyone who's sharing the scripture. Amen. Even if I don't agree on their platform, even if I don't agree with everything they say, I, my spirit is satisfied when I hear the preaching of that word, the preaching of the good news. And that's something that's uh, so amazing that separates the Bible from any other book. It doesn't matter whose mouth it's coming from. There's a satisfaction. It quenches your thirst. It, it, it satisfies.
0: You know, yeah. there's a scripture, Joey, and I, I can't, re- I'll look it up later, but it says, you know, to the full soul or person, even the honeycomb is loathsome. And so, yeah, when you're full of of so many things, you know, when you hear the word, sometimes you're like, it's like you said, if it's not your preference, or you don't just like exactly um, how they're presenting it, it's kind of that full person, you know, like, oh, that doesn't really... Yeah, I don't like that. But when you're truly hungering for Him, when you're hungry, yes. I've said yes. that before after a meal. I'm like, I don't know if that tasted really, really good or that I was just so hungry.
1: <laughs> yeah. <You> know, <laughs> yeah. A, a hungry, a starving man, John G. Lake talked about, uh, he had a, a prayer. In fact, I was on this two years ago before that meeting in Mobile that you came to and, and dropped that prophetic bomb on us. Uh, I'll never forget that, but... Praying into those meetings for those months, I kept reading the same passage out of one of John G. Lake's books. He talked about, Lord, stir a hunger in me. Stir Mm -hmm. such a hunger. May I never be fully satisfied. Mm -hmm. And some people hear that and go, no, the Lord does satisfy. Yeah, but every day I want a fresh hunger. And he talked about in this story, he said, you know, um, you can do a lot of things to a group of people you can do a lot of things um, to a country or to a nation. He said, but when he said, one thing that you never want to do is come up against a nation who is starving, because there's something about a man or a woman that when you mess with their food source, they get desperate and they're willing to do anything. And there's something about having a such a strong hunger. I think it wasn't it Jesus that said they who hunger and thirst after righteousness or righteous things. They who hunger and thirst after that, they shall always be filled. It doesn't mean that they will be full, but there's something about a righteous hunger that will cause you to seek out, uh, cause you to seek him. You know, he went on to say in another passage, seek ye for." that's in the gospel in Matthew six thirty three, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added. There's something about uh the, the spiritual And the physical addition to our lives that comes first from a hunger after the word of God, after that righteous thing, that thing that satisfies, that thing fulfills. And and our prayer uh, for our lives today isn't just about stuff and though we need stuff, it's, Lord, make me hungry. Make me hungry for the right thing make me hungry for your spirit. Make me hungry to worship you. And if anyone's out there listening right now, I just sense this. If anyone's out there listening right now and you're not hungry for the word of God, you're not hungry to be in church. You're not hungry to pray in the spirit. You're not hungry to worship. That simple prayer, you can just get in agreement with the word of God and you can say, Lord, you said come to you and ask. You said come to you and ask of anything. So Lord, I'm asking you for the simple thing. Stir up a hunger in me again. Stir up a hunger in me to go the church. Stir up a hunger in me to serve you. Stir up a hunger in me to serve you. Stir up a hunger in me to pray in the Spirit. And I'm telling you, the Lord will meet you right there. and He'll stir up that hunger in you like never before. You'll find yourself in the morning hours wanting to wake up early and spend time with Him like you once did before, like when you first got born again, like the times that the Lord delivered you from bondage, and He, he brought you out of addiction. I'm telling you, there's a hunger rising right now in the body of Christ, and anyone Anyone who who is lacking that? Anyone who's missing out on that? All you gotta do is is throw up your hands and say, "Lord, stir up a hunger in me again," and He'll meet you right there. I guarantee
0: you. Oh my Amen. goodness, Joey! <laughs> it's happening! <laughs> wow! No, I felt that. That was just the Holy Ghost was all over that. And and I know that you're speaking to someone that's listening today. That maybe once they had that hunger. And maybe they're saying, "Well, that just happens when when you first become born again, and that's a natural process to lose it." But it's not. And you're right. That word for so many people that are listening today, it says that um, when we draw nigh to God, He will draw nigh to us. And so, yes, when they agree with you and pray that prayer, we're going to hear some testimonies from that. You know, I was talking to a lady yesterday. Our youth group is exploding with just that, a hunger, a hunger for the things of God. And she is a Bible teacher. And she said, you know, I never really thought that I would be teaching um, students, young students um, in a youth group. And and she's not the youth pastor. She's just coming alongside to teach on prayer and certain things. And I said, but here's what happens. When they're hungry, God will send. And so I think there's people today that are hungry to know more, to, um, to go deeper, yes. and then God knew, he knew what they needed, and then you're here today. So that's just, the Lord. that's a blessing.
1: <laughs> oh, this is all, I always love talking to you and Pastor Troy on the phone. I get stirred up. Uh, this is stirring me up. That's, that's something about uh, light begets like iron sharpens iron. You get around people. That's another thing that comes up. And uh, it, it, there came a time in my life where I had to get away from certain people. Didn't mean I stopped loving them, but mm-hmm. they weren't hungry. And and it's like you know you talk about being in in the youth group. When I was growing up, I would have half one of my foot in in uh, with my buddies who were stuck in the world. Then I had another foot in the youth group with the kids who were hungry. And there came a time around my junior year in high school. I just had to make a decision. Okay, I'm done uh, giving my heart away and my time away to people who are not hungry after the right things. You know, it was simply a change of mind. I didn't just shut all those people off, but I started drawing near with those. Uh, I started spending more of my time with people who are hungry, and it brought me up quickly. That was around the time that uh, really, just before the, the the year before I met you guys at Ramah, I just made that decision my senior year, this the summer of my senior year, that, hey, it's time to, to keep this hunger going. And that's something about hunger. It, just like the Lord teaches us about spiritual things from natural things, parables, if anyone out there is saying, man, I just keep going up and down on this roller coaster. I get hungry for a weekend I go to youth camp or I go to a camp meeting and then that that hunger fizzles out I get distracted I get bored I get this and that you can do some things to to stir up that hunger on a regular basis by hanging out with hungry people and that that's what we're about today It, it it's not that I don't have any friends that aren't hungry but but they are outnumbered in my life by the voices of those who are hungry for God voices like yours Taffy and 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 Pastor Troy, hungry people after the heart of God. That's where it's at. I
0: think that's, I think that was the word for today. Uh, Well, all of it, but no, you were, you're so right. Um, I, we still love those people, but we love them with more of a redemptive love, you know, drawing them to the father, but they can't be the, our source, you know, it's, it says that over in Hebrews. That the reason that the words that they heard did not benefit them is because yeah. one, they didn't mix it with faith, and two, yeah. they didn't join themselves with other believers. And so, yeah. if they wow. would have joined themselves with other people who believed were believing God the same thing and had faith, it would have changed everything.
1: Yes, it's it's electric. Huh? You know this. It's like every time I got around you and and uh, Troy those uh years about what it's eight years ago when you guys were coming up for the bible study the early days of dwell um it was like electricity in the room you just had to say one thing and that sparked something in me and and this and that and and that's that's what the church looks like and that's what's supposed to look like is is uh we just spark a fire in one another You know, i love these conversations um And I'll I'll just say this other thing. There may be somebody else out there going, yeah, you know, I have those type of friends in my life who always lift me up. But, you know, you can come up to a place where you look back one day and you realize you have become that person that sparks that fire. And, And you have less days now that you need someone to come along and spark your fire. You all of a sudden become. That fire starter. You guys remember our buddy Aaron Jones. Oh, yeah. Aaron, for so many years, in fact, we were just talking the other night, for 25, 27 years, Aaron has faithfully been a fire starter in my life, even through some of the roughest years. He didn't know it because uh, I always I put on a good front during those rough years. I wanted to sound right. But, you know, he, he was a catalyst in my life to getting back on the horse, so to speak, in ministry and, and having brighter days because he never quit stoking the fire in me. If he couldn't get me on the phone, he'd leave me a fiery voicemail. And it wasn't harassment. It was just like being that friend that constantly lifts me. And uh, you guys have always been that voice for so many lives, even including my own. And I just want to publicly honor you and your, your husband Thank you for being a faithful, uh, even through times when it wasn't easy in your life, you have spent all these years since Random lifting people up, even when it was tough on you. And so I just honor you today. Thank you for being a fire starter for so many of us that call you family, that call you friend. That is really what it's all about. We need more people like you guys. I I wholeheartedly agree and believe that. So I, I just want to say thank you for having me on the podcast today. It's an honor. It's a privilege. I, I sure appreciate it.
0: Thank you, Joey. Um, well, one, it's an honor to have you. Thank you for agreeing to do this. And I know that everyone that is li- that's going to listen, that's listening right now, um, that that's a blessing to them. And we appreciate your friendship. Um, you and Kirsten have just been, yeah, that in our lives as well. You're fire starters, and you've encouraged us along the way, and we really appreciate you. So, um bless thank you. And I hope that you will come back. And Anytime. Uh, okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much. And uh I appreciate it. Have a wonderful trip.
1: Thank you so much, Candy. Love you guys. Hello to Troy and the whole crew.
0: Okay, bye-bye, Joey. Bye. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed that. You know, that is just Joey. Um, whenever you talk to him, you're going to walk away with something. And, uh, when I had called him to see if he would do this with me, we had the best time just talking about the Lord. And I, I really wish I would have recorded that conversation as well. Um, so that wraps up this, uh, series on the power of your words. Um, I hope that you gained a little more insight, to why your words matter, why they're important, and also how you can actually use your words to create good things, the things that God planned for you a long ago, that you can join your words with his words. um, Make that a twice spoken word and then let that creative power begin to work in your life. Um, Next week, join me next week. We're starting a brand new series Um, I think I know the topic. I have a few or a couple. I just need to know which order to go in. So join me next week. We're going to be starting a new series in the month of April. And then again, at the end of the month, we're going to have a special guest that's going to help us wrap that up. Um, I just hope you have a wonderful week. Be blessed and we will see you next week.